Previously on Tabletop Trouble. Somehow you got an invite to Singri's party tomorrow night. Uh, oh. To clarify, there are other teams working security at this place? Well, naturally, Thorox Hammer. I mean, when you hire for this kind of thing, you hire the best. And another group called We Hunt in Shadows. Do you people uh, want to go buy fancy clothes? Shopping montage. You make your way towards the uh, Singri Manor, and as you do, the crowds in the streets get thicker and thicker as people from all walks of life are attempting to gain entry to this party. For the first hour of this party, it's pretty dead. You could see people were excited at one point for this, this party, but as it drags on with no sign of the Ash Lord himself, people are starting to, to cool on this whole party. What I'm actually just going to do is get on top of the table and I'm going to pull out my flute and I'll be like, ladies and gentlemen, sea shanty too. <laughs> Wiz, you feel a bang underneath your feet? <laughs> hey, what the fuck? <laughs> and Singri leads you out of the ballroom and towards what appears to be a private office. There are people in this city who believe that my claim to this throne is illegitimate. There is... A beholder, living deep within the dwarven mines. I fear that the beholder is raising an army of their own. The last thing I want is open warfare on the streets of Ashvale. A small scouting group who can get in, take out the beholder, before it has a chance to attack the city. I got a bad feeling about this. It is another, I'm not going to say bright morning in Ashvale. The ash that is falling today is very heavy. Probably the heaviest you've seen since you have arrived in the city. Um, it's almost given everything a light dusting of gray. And there's a lot of people walking around with parasols just to keep the ash off of their person as they make their way through the city. As you wake up in your beds... You head up to the bar to meet Rave, who was asleep in her apartment. And uh, the Axe Rest Tavern is busy. The after effects of the mansion party the previous night have carried over to the bar. And you see a lot of non-guild members slumped over in chairs, having retired here for a sort of after party. Um, the Axe Rest serves as the home for your guild, but is not necessarily just a guild house it is also a establishment for business you can see ostra behind the uh behind the bar she is um looking pretty chipper as she counts the gold that she has made from the previous night and you can tell it's a veritable horde of gold coins that she has on her bar that she's counting through is radic around radic is not around oh no (laughs) they are not here today in fact none of the members of thorax hammer are currently here if they're going after the Beholder, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Well, Thorax Group didn't get hired for the Beholder mission. I don't think so. I specifically asked him not to hire them. Oh, you did? Yes. Sweet. It was a condition for my accepting the position. Wait, is that sweet? Wouldn't we want more people to no, come? Why? No. I don't... They're, like, really strong, though. Yeah, but you I see hate Thorax? Them. Those muscles? You know, if I go into a dungeon Shiba. with Radic, I might just, you know... 
I might just kill him. And then I might just kill you. That's fine. That's my best friend. And then it would not be great because we're all friends, okay? We're not, though. We're best friends. Friendship. Except for me and you. <laughs> we are moderately friendly acquaintances. Work associates. I've seen him by the water cooler. <laughs> I signed his birthday card, probably. Probably. As you guys you. converse amongst yourselves, wondering where Radic and the rest of Thorox Hammer uh, are, you see Ostra kind of giddily slide her big stash of coins into a lockbox and slam the lid shut uh, before placing it under the bar. And she looks over at you, having not noticed you even come up the stairs as she's been so preoccupied counting her coins. And she says, oh, well, good morning. Uh, you guys are, are looking... Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed today. Oh, you can see that? I want to specify I'm Are still wearing... Are you still wearing your, your fancy clothes? No. Oh. I'm still wearing my fancy, like, cloak. Sure. Astra looks at you and says, Well, you guys certainly are busy as of late. Uh, another job came through. This one from Singri the Ash King himself. Ah, yes. She goes to the bounty board and pulls out a tray. This one also has a sizable amount of coins on it, a sort of prepay for whatever supplies you might need on your journey, totaling up to a thousand gold pieces. I pretend to be shocked, but no, I'm shocked. What do people do with that much money? money? This yes. is a very artisan town. Um, as you think about the, the things that they might do with their money, you could tell that people like to spend it on things of uh, of excess, opulence. Um, it doesn't necessarily flow down to the poorer sides of town, as you can see from the refugee crisis that is currently going on. But for those who are willing to work for it, there is coin to be made in Asheville. They um, take the money now? It's a payment up front. There'll be more for that if you succeed on the mission. Are we bringing Lassa There's with us? There's more than a thousand gold if we succeed on this mission. Yes. Did you not... I assumed you agreed it came through for you specifically. This is... I had a few drinks last <laughs> night. Not including the thousand gold pieces you just made. It's there's a it's a $5,000 bounty if so you bring the boulder back. That thousand gold pieces is just for whatever equipment or wares you might need on your adventure. Uh, we had... We had best acquire ourselves a wagon because I intend to bring the entire beholder's corpse back. Uh, I'm not helping you. Why are we it. taking a whole wagon down there? I don't know. That was, that's <gasps> Let's fine. get we a bag a of holding. Thank you, Ostra. And then we can uh, put it just in there. Thank you. You guys are certainly putting in the work as of late. I, I must say, I'm impressed. Thank you. Did about you ever time. really doubt us, though? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she was pretty clear about that. You are only here at the behest of uh, your, your good friend Sarge and by Rave's word. If not for them, uh, I would have thrown you out on the street. Uh, we should get a bag of holding, though, to put the beholder head in. I don't think bags of holding... Like, you still have to be able to fit it into the bag. And, like, beholders what really if have I get a head, an extra big XL bag of holding? That's probably going to be very expensive. <laughs> A thousand gold expensive? Can't you just cast, like, a flying spell on it? And we can float it Oh, out? yeah, I could levitate it. But I can only do that once per day. Sleep next to a corpse until it's the next day. I mean, it's a yeah, beholder. Like, we could just, you know, empty it out. Like, sneak up on it's us. basically like, oh, a pre-made stab in our seat. We, we could sleep next to three corpses until the next day. <laughs> so we're going to stabby-stab them? 
Yes. Wow. If necessary. Well. I'm still out of sh- curiosity. Uh, <laughs> were those two uh, gen- foreign gentlemen who came here the other day? Did they join the guild? Yes. Okay, we're not going to stab anybody in those dungeons at all. That's not happening. Well, I hope you'll at least stab a beholder, well, considering that is the bounty you're paying for. So uh, he just wants a bed. I now. just realized something. Beholder's whole thing is having an eye. Yes. So are the eye people just like? Slaves of the Beholder, connecting those dots in my brain. That's... I want to. I want to say, like half of me says yes, that's a really good idea. The other half says, "Is this another whiz thing?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just a coincidence. It's a thought. It's, it's, it's a, a thought. really good idea. I mean, he said he was building an army. Hold on to that idea, mm-hmm. and then when it is that idea, you can go, "Ha! I was fucking right the whole time. Yeah. It wasn't a whiz thing." <laughs> Like, I'm 50-50 on it, honestly. All right, so we're going to stock up on supplies. Where would you like to go? Uh, first first question I think we should ask, are we splitting the money, or are we, like, just making a an adventure fund for this specifically? We should split the money, but if we need something for all of us, adventure fund-wise, we should pitch in. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and add that, then. I think you guys just buy whatever you want. All I need to buy are some health potions. I have one that Wiz gave me, yeah. so I'll do that last. I mean, you, you it, health potions are easy. You're going to head to the same shopkeeper. There's no new information. 25 gold apiece for greater healing potions. Greater, yes. Quick question. Are we going to be able to bring Lessa on this? It is your time to have Lessa. Oh, so okay. if you want to go oh, pick up Lessa, you have to send someone else to do you, it. Yeah. You have to go get her as part of the custody agreement. No, you have he, to go he in can't, and get he her. He physically can't right now. I know. I'm I, I'm fucking with him. Isaac, would you please go and uh, collect Lessa? I would like to purchase for her armor and weapons. Who's going to get Lessa? I I will. Okay. Uh, Isaac, as everyone else is going about their shopping trip. You take a trip over to the Circle of Insight. As you walk through the big set of double doors and into the white marble room with the staircase that descends into nothing, you see Charb sitting at the table. He doesn't really acknowledge your presence. Whatever malice he held towards you last time, he's appeared to have calmed down a little bit. When you walk up to the table, he says, I wasn't expecting to see you today. Uh, I came to visit Lessa since my friend can't, apparently. Yeah, I was expecting to watch uh, watch your friend Kako there throw himself at the door a couple times. <laughs> Caused quite a scene the other day, passing out on the stairs. Yeah, he didn't look like he was in too great a shape when we found him. That implies that they knew I was out there trying to get their attention, and they chose to ignore me. Fucking pricks. Yeah. I reach into my bag and like pull out like a little tart that took from the the party. He like pulls it in with his tail and pulls it towards like a little pile of treats that he has, <laughs> his, his, his own hoard. Um, and uh, oh, he's a sweet hoarder. <laughs> he he shoots a little fire out of his mouth in this direction and like just heats it up. He says, "Out of all of them, I like you the most." Aw, <laughs> I like you too, buddy. Hey, he says, "Don't don't push it." Oh, okay. Well, have a good day. Yeah, you too. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> little baby. There's a reason I don't go with you to see Charis, because I would say, little baby, and he'd set my ass on fire. <laughs> I want to be clear. When he blows fire, it's not like... It's just like... 
just a little bit. But then he'd get even more mad when <laughs> I forget how cute that was. As you ascend the stairway to space, the room... Space. It, I mean, it basically is. As you look up, you see the infinite void of space. But as you step through the veil that, that like separates these stairs from whatever illusion this is, it's almost as if the staircase knows where you're, you need to go and you appear in that big square emerald room with the four pillars with the crystals on top. And you can see Avis sitting at her desk. It's the only feature in this room besides these pillars, so it kind of sticks out like a sore thumb. And you can see her jotting things down in her notebook and... Lessa is kind of sit- is sitting on the table, kind of just kicking her feet, waiting for Kako to show up. <laughs> she sees you, uh, and she jumps off the table and she says, Isaac, uh, I I wasn't expecting you. I was kind of expecting Kako. Is yeah, he okay? He's, he's fine. I wasn't expecting me either, but he's got a bit of a condition right now. <laughs> Avis kind of looks over and says, condition? What kind of condition? The kind I got yelled at for talking about last time. (laughs) That seems quite serious. Are you sure it's safe to take her with you, then? As far as I understand, it's safe to take her with us. It's just not safe for Kako to be here. She calls Lessa over to the table and whispers something into her ear and hands her something. And you see Lessa nod, and she says, Okay, I'm ready to go. Okay. Take care, Lessa. I'll see you next week. And... You guys walk down the stairs and pass Charm back oh, out into the marketplace. Wave bye to Avis. She's like, "Okay, mom." <laughs> <laughs> I put five dollars in your backpack. Call me if he does something weird and you need me to come pick you up. <laughs> uh, yeah, you make your way back to the marketplace and standing, I would say, a good distance away from the circle of insight, but still kind of waiting expectantly is Kako. No, Kako walked forward to the point where he physically could not stand to move forward any further. Right, that's what I was expecting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, you see Lessa, and she w- runs up to you, uh, holding well with her javelin on her back. So, what's on the agenda for today? We're gonna go fight some thugs, kill some monsters. We are going to hunt a beholder. You see her eyes kind of light up, but also like get wide. She says, "Wow, that's a big step up from what we normally do." I mean, the last thing you killed is pretty on par with a beholder, I would say. Yeah, but we weren't expecting that. That kind of just happened. I mean, I'm sure there will be plenty of, like, little ones along the way that you can practice on. All right. If if you think I'm ready, I'm ready. Yeah. And then if at any point you feel, hey, I don't think I can kill the beholder yet, you can always uh, step back and take notes as the rest of us kill the beholder. Okay. I'm, I'm good at taking notes, so. I know you are. I'm worried now that Lissa is worried. What is a beholder? It is a giant eyeball creature with many tentacles with mouths. That sounds terrifying. Yes. Now we should purchase for you uh, armor. So I'm going to take a lesson. We're going to go out and we're going to buy two sets of studded armor. Okay. Um, to replace my armor and to get her new armor. Sure. Are they matching or are they complementary? Does studded armor have any disadvantages? Oh, it, I did not see any. It was okay. just 12 plus 10. I'm good. Are they match? I'm good with both. I'm good with both a matching set and also like or a very like complimentary a, set where yeah, like, like a studs. master and apprentice yes. kind of thing i i'm not gonna go like team rocket with it you know <laughs> like i want her to have her own identity i'm like you know i'm gonna let lessa pick it out um Aww. and 
maybe stop somewhere for alterations or something. <laughs> so um, <laughs> you go out shopping with Lessa to buy her some armor. Um, she's wearing a dark green cloak that or robe that is uh, embellished with kind of a gold trim. And as she looks around the different armor stalls here in the uh, Grand Bazaar, she eventually settles on a set of armor that is made from a dark black leather and studded with silver pieces. Uh, it complements the green uh, very well. It's like a very dark color palette. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she tightens up some leather uh, wrist straps. Um, and you can tell it kind of complements both of the trainings that she's going for. Uh, so how is the training going? It's going... It's going... It's hard. I'm, I'm going to be real with you. Yes. Uh, I don't know if I'm getting better at this or what, but Avis is making sure that I'm safe as I'm learning. I haven't lost control at any point. It's not easy, and I'm still scared to use my abilities sometimes, but mm-hmm. I feel like I can do a little bit more than I could when I first started here a month ago. So That's wonderful. And always remember, it doesn't matter what extra things you can do or how clever you are as long as you can hit something over the head you've at least got that well i'm still pretty good at that yes (laughs) and uh what is everyone else doing tearing up at that exchange (laughs) i'm gonna go get a bag of holding with Mm -hmm. you browse around the different stalls until you see a, a bag salesman he has all kinds of different bags and pouches lining his uh, table. You walk up and he says, oh, what can I do for you? Wow, I've seen all your bags. Yep. Genuine, how they hold genuine things. leather, genuine fabrics. Everything here is 100% genuine. You have a <laughs> genuine bag of holding? Oh, yes, I sure do. 100%. And he goes and he digs through a box and he pulls out a bag that's got uh, like a purple fabric and has almost like an eye, has eyes where the buttons are strapped down and it's like embroidered with teeth. He says, genuine bag of holding, one of a kind, never get anything like it in all the realms. Is, are they googly eyes? No, they're just buttons. Like Damn the it. clasps down make eyes on this bag. Mind if I test it out? Absolutely, go ahead. I'm going to put in one of my speaking stones. Yeah, you drop the speaking stone in and it disappears. The bag is no heavier. And then I think of my speaking stone and I grab it out again. Yeah, you reach into the bag and pull out the speaking stone. Oh. Well, it looks like it's uh, as genuine as you claimed it to be. So how What, are you calling me a liar? No, I, I, I test everything I buy. It's just one of my quirks. I'm the most trustworthy salesman in all of Ashvale. What's your name? My name is Roderick. <laughs> All right, Roderick. Does the bag say genuine on it? Uh, it, it does. There's a tiny bag t- bat tag that says 100% genuine bag of holding. <laughs> You're probably with Roderick me, so bags. you can say something if you want. Oh, I would just like to know, is this spelled genuine or genuine like the artist? Uh, genuine. It's like spelled, it's, it's genuine. <laughs> Sir, is your brand genuine? Well, yes. Roderick's genuine bags. <laughs> How much for the bag? <laughs> uh, that'll cost you 650 gold pieces. Sir, I know this is genuine, but... If you know it's genuine, then 
You know I can't part for it than for less than 650 gold pieces. But it, I'm I, a genuine adventurer. And you know what that means. I could spread the word about your backs <laughs> while I'll do wearing it for them. the exposure. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Roderick. Sir. I understand that your bags are genuine, but are they genuine? They are 100% genuine, genuine bags. You're ruining this for me. Hold on. (laughs) Sir, I'm an adventurer with a very certain aesthetic, as you can see, and I would love to wear your genuine bags across the lands and spread tale of your fancy wares in order to gain more of a, a profit here in the land. So if we could chop down that price, maybe 400, call it a deal, and I will spread your name far and wide. Roll persuasion. He is an Insta- Insta-portrait influencer. <laughs> Insta-portrait. <laughs> 25. Uh, he looks you up and down and he says, I'll tell you what, you look like a good kid. And I can tell you that, you, that you're a the genuine person. And this yeah, bag is, is, is it, it's, it's calling out to you. So I'll cut you a deal. 500 gold pieces and the bag is yours. You got yourself a deal. I'm going to buy it. Do you want this gift wrapped or are you going to wear it out? I'm going to wear it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, hands you this bag of holding. It's almost got like the appearance of a mimic now that you can look at it it's not a mimic to be clear it's not a it's mimic it's a fucking mimic it's biting its time before but it bites your hand it's got the the like teeth sewn into the uh pouch the cover that closes the bag and then it's the buckles form eyes Ooh. okay well i'm yeah, going like to spend the next few minutes just counting up all my coins and handing it to the man and then throwing all my stuff inside the bag and Kind of shedding a tear. <laughs> a few minutes, you're really taking your time. You're just like, I remember when I earned each one of you. <laughs> you know, it, it was nice to have money for a short amount of time, but Wiz is already over that. Oh. <laughs> he, he, he puts magic his, items are expensive. He, he puts his he puts his ten gold back into his bag of holding. <laughs> you have 10 gold left. Yes. <laughs> Just putting all those romantic dates you planned with Trip on hold. <laughs> I'm going to have to make some more money in order to make it really romantic. <laughs> I want to do some kind of check on this bag, but yeah. I don't know what would be appropriate. What are you trying to figure out? If it's an actual good bag of holding or if it's just a like, and oh, this bag can hold some stuff for a while. <laughs> Um, I mean, it does function as a bag of holding. You can roll Arcana if you'd like to investigate further. Got an 18. You look at this bag as Wiz is counting up uh, his money, and uh, it looks back at you. (laughs) Hello? And it whispers to you, it says, What are you looking at? (laughs) (laughs) I just buy a sentient bag of holding. <clears throat> How genuine is this? Is it made out of like mimic leather or something? Uh, <laughs> are you asking <laughs> Roderick? Hey, Roderick, this bag just talked to me. What the fuck is up? 
I don't know what you're talking about. It's a 100% genuine bag of holding. Anything that uh, is the result of any magical abnormalities is 100% after post-sale. Roderick, I will kick your ass. Tell me the truth right now. <laughs> I told Roll you. for intimidation. I don't give a shit. <laughs> what are you trying to do? Well, I want to know what the fuck this bag is. Uh, you already got your money. <laughs> Your sign says no refunds, no exceptions. <laughs> it does indeed. <laughs> I just assumed it would. Uh, yeah, roll intimidation. 21. Uh, you see him hold his hands up and kind of take a step back. It's like, your friend wanted a bag of holding. It's a bag of holding. I can't help that it talks. <laughs> if you didn't want a non-talking bag of holding, you should have specified that at the point of sale. I'm sorry, the sale is complete. Goodbye. And he puts he pulls down like a, a thing. Like I, pull, a, like I pull it. I pull it back up. I'm. He's gone. <laughs> and all his his wares are gone too. <laughs> it's Tomlinson's brother. I'm gonna kick his fucking ass next time I see him. Hey, and I, mean, I take out a pen and I write on my hand, it. Roderick. Bag. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bag. What's your name? I'm talking to the bag now. Uh, I hold up the bag in front of Brave so that the bag can see. Yeah, and as as you hold the bag up, it kind of like unfurls a little bit. Oh. Um, and as it talks, the pouch like moves. Oh, it flaps. <laughs> oh, this? no, it's like a 90s movie. <laughs> Is oh, this thinking it was like a banjo kazooie character? Oh yeah, yeah that too. Diluted body <laughs> horror. <laughs> it's not body horror at all. It's a bag. Yes. What, what do you think would Bag's happen body. if you, What do you think if you, would happen if you started saying back, back, back? back, back. <laughs> <laughs> we would probably yeah. swiper no swiping. <laughs> the bag looks at you, Rave, kind of confused by your question. He's like, Do inanimate objects normally come with names? Do inanimate objects normally talk? I don't know. I'm an inanimate object. I don't know many other bags that can talk, so I guess that's a, that's a no from me. You're clearly animate. You are yeah. animated right now. He, yeah. he kind of looks down at himself and looks back up. It's like, all right, you got me on a technicality there. I am a little animated, uh, <laughs> but I still don't have a name. Roderick didn't give you a name. That's so rude. Roderick was, has been trying to sell me for like three years. Why? Oh. Uh, I have a tendency to piss off the people who carry me. This is going to be so much fun. I can't wait to introduce him <laughs> to Kako. <laughs> yeah, he had, a, he had a spell of silence cast on me until I was uh, traded hands just so I couldn't scare off any potential buyers. Wiz, this was both a good and bad decision for you to buy this bag. Hey, man, whatever carries my stuff. Yeah, I'm good at that. I'll carry your stuff any day of the week. You put as much stuff as you want in me. Bag of holding. That's me. All right. Listen, if there's anything you want to do, you just let me know. But the deal is... Now just put stuff in me. That's all I want. Please don't say that. No. What? No, I'm a bag. That's my one thing is I want stuff. <laughs> but will you give the stuff back to me? Yeah, that, do I look like a, like a two-bit low-rate bag? I'm a bag of holding. This is what I do. No, you look quite like a, a 3D full-functioning talking bag that I've ever seen. Um, the only, the, the best talking bag I've ever seen in my my life. That means a lot coming from you. I can tell you've seen a lot of talking bags in your life. I truly have. <laughs> you bring a tear to my eyes. Yes, just not on this material plane. Usually not, they start they talking like after you. you smoke what was in them. How did you know? <laughs> Kako, when did you arrive? Lessa. <laughs> 
No, oh, I'm just kidding. Hey, I, yeah, I saw you guys uh, from across the way. Oh, we're oh they're here? Yeah. <laughs> you have summoned them into existence, God. <laughs> I'm God. We gotta eventually get the party back together. Seems like a good time as any. Yeah. Do I notice that the bag is alive? Uh, you, you haven't noticed anything. <laughs> oh, it's like a little okay. Did you get the bag? Don't be frightened, but uh, say hello to the party, Mr. Bag. I don't know what I should call you yet. I, I look at the bag. <laughs> Nothing happens. <laughs> don't do this to me. Rave. I thought we had something special. Rave, I know we have not known each other for the longness. Uh, however, you should know that Wiz has a history with um, abusing substances. Yes. Has he smoked anything? Probably, but the bag spoke to me as well, and I'm sober as shit right now. It is dragging me down. Isaac, I need you to keep an eye on them in future goings. What do you want me to do? Uh, ensure they do not smoke the weird fey chemicals. They can do whatever they I'm want. I'm always They're talking to a chemicals. bag. What happens if they if they are if they are um uh, uh if they if they are bamboozled while we're hunting I feel we're, like we've seen weirder shit at this point, so... Don't try to make uh, Isaac be a narc. Yeah, Isaac, you are kind of narkish, though. That's exactly what why I mean? asked him. Don't worry about it. It means you are a, a very wise and intelligent person uh, who's also very boring at parties. That sounds nice, but I don't believe you because her tone of voice sounded like it wasn't a compliment. <laughs> Lessa, how's it going? Oh, oh, hey, Rafe. Um, it's all right. I got new armor. She like presents the armor she has. It kind of models it. Oh, it's real pretty. Point of thumb. I lean like, down huh? to give huh? Lessa a hug, and then I'm like, "You look amazing." Thanks. Um, I got the robes from Avis and the armor from Kako. Yeah, I Hell love yeah. that our armor is matching. Yeah, I, I I didn't know that you were going to be wearing the same kind of armor. It's cool. I Must for, be a special team here in town. No, it's it's cool. I don't I don't mind looking like Rave. Rave's strong. I flip Kako off. Well, Kako's strong too. Yeah, don't need to fight. It's not a fight. We do need to prove who's the strongest. I knew I always liked you. <laughs> no internal fighting that's, in the party until how... after the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> I will turn this car around. <laughs> In the so dungeon. help me, because we have to figure out which one of us is going to kill the beholder. It's me. You know what? As long as I get the credit for it, you can kill her. That's not how this one works. <laughs> if you mysteriously vanish along the way. Lessa, I don't want you to take it personally if she doesn't appear in my next book. <laughs> uh, oh, should should we uh, we ride around, Rafe? I don't Lessa. think it, I don't think it would be like... I, I have to, he's... You're your own woman! Yeah, but I'm helping him write his books. I gotta, if he doesn't want something included, I, I have to go for it. I don't, I think we should include everybody. I think we should include me. Kako, have you had a ghostwriter for every one of your books? Is this how the truth comes out? This is called collaboration. <laughs> yeah? How high up on the book is her name gonna appear? <clears throat> right next to mine. And what size font? The same sized font. What kind of monster uses more than one type font? It's a book, not an advertisement. We'll come back to this. <laughs> I'll write my own book. Exposing Kako. You can write? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's so mean. 
Is this a call out to barbarians? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what? I walk away. You Aww. can't write. <laughs> I can write. Can you read? Yes. <laughs> Not all barbarians are illiterate. <laughs> yeah, she had to read the note. I know. I just didn't know brother. if you were going to go along with that stereotype or not. No. Oh, okay. Where are we going from here, guys? Kind of um, standing in a marketplace and in front of an empty stall. Yeah, no. Oh, I've stormed off. So yeah, they can Rave walk and gone. chase me. Well, wait, Rave. I'm going to follow her. Yeah, Rave has stormed off in the direction of the upper rim. Uh, which is kind of close to the, the upper wall of of Ashvale. Kind of the last line of defense if the volcano ever erupts. It's a great wall that separates the wilds of the peak and the town. Uh, and as you make your way towards the upper rim, you find yourself at a small shop that's kind of just built into this wall with other buildings just kind of haphazardly stacked on top of it. You can tell there wasn't a lot of planning gone into this kind of poorer side of town. People don't want to live in the upper rim because of the threat of the volcano ever erupting. So everything here is is kind of just haphazardly stacked with little regard for anything beneath it. And you eventually find this uh, this shop called the Arcane Anvil. It's got a very shanty-looking sign that's only hanging on by one of the hooks. It's a, it's just kind of an open-air shop. There is a woman, uh, a human woman, uh, we're currently working the forge. She has uh, what? Are, what are those things called that, that make the fire? The bellows. bellows. Yeah, she has a. a, a we're pe- all smarter a, than you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, a bellows, and she is uh, currently stoking the flames. And she sees you standing outside of her shop. She looks up and she says, Oh, was there something I could do for y'all? I cover my face. Um, uh, I'm not going to bite, dear. I read yeah, Rave, what's wrong? Rave. I've already told you guys, this is like, I can't be seen in a competing ironsmith. Uh, uh, Rave, as you, for- as you cover your face, this town, outside of town, it's empty at the moment. There's nobody outside. Oh, okay. Are you Elton Swift Mallet? Who's asking? My name's Wiz. We're part of the Axe Factor and the Axe Rest. Mercenaries. It's not too often we get mercenaries here looking for Elton. What brings you by? So you're not Elton? Not Elton. Oh, well. Uh, Did you need a a set of armor? Did you need something commissioned? I can see what we can do for you. Oh, can you fix this sword? And I point to Isaac's sword. (laughs) Yeah, I... I would love for you to take a look at the sword. I draw it from my back and hand it to her. Yeah, you hand this uh, your father's long sword to uh, this woman, um, and she looks it over and uh, she says, well, "It's quite the sword. It's a little old, don't you think? Perhaps you'd like to swap it out for something a little newer." Uh, I've got a bit of a uh, attachment to that one, uh, so if you could just you know give it some love and care. It's going to need a lot more than love and care, dear. It's covered in, in nits and it's the blade is dull. It's, uh... Hold on. She brings it over to the forge, pulls down a pair of goggles, and she kind of looks over this. She says, this sword's magic, you know. So I've been told. Uh, yeah, it appears to be some sort of uh, protection spell. Could you tell me more about it? Well, whoever cast it's a very powerful magic user. Um, it appears to protect the wielder, uh, but I don't 
I don't know much more than that. You'd have to ask the person who cast it. Hmm. Well, is there any chance that you could maybe give it a good sharpening? I think I might have the materials for that. Um, it's going to cost quite a bit. This kind of magic-infused metal is not easy to come by. But uh, I could probably fix her up for 300 gold pieces. That, that's, yeah, let's go ahead and let's get her taken care of. All right, I'm going to need you to sign this saying just in case anything does get broken during the... Uh, the procedure here have to sign a waiver <laughs> basically saying i mean it is a very rusty and, and worn blade i can't be held responsible if it uh if it's damaged beyond repair just be delicate please I, it's it's in safe hands you can i'll, I'll promise you it's I, really a formality <laughs> is there anything like strange about this waiver nope it pretty much just says exactly what she said okay. that it, it can't be they won't be held liable if the item is damaged beyond repair while they are attempting to fix it okay i sign the waiver and hand her the 300 gold <laughs> well uh it's gonna take me about an hour to get this sharpened up uh i'll fill in all the cracks and nicks with a little bit of lay metal and we'll uh see what we can do uh in the meanwhile could you point us towards elton again i can't just tell you where elton is it's not very often that heavily armed mercenaries with magic weapons come around here asking for him <laughs> uh singri sent us singri sent you he's come to send a couple more adventurers to their deaths then uh yes yes lovely yes ah well i'll tell you what if you want to speak to elton do me a favor i gotta know i can trust you before i get him okay I'm very trustworthy. You can say that all you want, but I've met a lot of your kind here, and you tend to say things with nice words and then come begging for gold at the end when the job's only half done. I appreciate that you think that my words are nice. I don't know many. (laughs) Uh, Okay. (laughs) Y'all are a strange bunch of people. So I'll tell you what. There's a man named Grebin. There's a man named Grebin. He hangs out at a bar called The Ashhole. It's only a couple blocks away from here. If you could go and fetch him, tell him to come to the the Arcane Anvil and settle up his debts, I'll introduce you to Elton. Okay. Wait, what was his name? Grebin? Grebin. We're going to be debt collectors? You yeah. don't have to collect any money from him. You just have to go and tell him to come here. I mean, you might you might need to get a little rough. He's a stubborn old bastard. I'll fill out whatever paperwork you need for your guild, but I promise you they're not going to care about this. It's a ten gold settlement. You're telling me all we have to do is tell this man to come over here? Wait, it's a ten gold settlement? That's how much he owes, yeah? Can we just pay his debt? No, because he'll he'll just think that he can do it again next time. That's fair. Alright, I'll, uh... We'll do that. Thank you. Not a problem. I know your name's not Elton, but we don't actually know your name, unless I missed it. Uh, no. Uh, the name's Drakkar. <laughs> Alright, okay. let's go to this, you know, ash hole. Alright, <laughs> I will take you guys to the ash hole. Uh, Rave, is this the sort of place that we can be, like, loud and aggressive, or should we be more <laughs> Oh my god! The louder, the better. Wonderful. So, do you think we could get away with walking in here and then just picking this person up and carrying them. We could certainly try. It would not be abnormal. Okay, I say we try that. Okay. So, Rave, you're leading the way? Yes. Yeah, so you are leading the way towards the ash hole. And it's not far from the arcane anvil. It's only about three blocks down the road. 
What's up? How far away is it from the mouth of the volcano? It's in the same upper ring. So you just follow the same path from the mouth of the volcano to the ash hole? Um, <laughs> I, I guess that's one way to look at it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's only three blocks and it's built into the same wall. Um, and as you are standing outside of the bar, you can hear a loud ruckus going on inside, followed by a couple seconds of silence and then cheering and that same kind of ruckus going on over and over again. All right, I open the door. I usher everybody in. Yeah, it's not really a door. It's more like a saloon style, like like Western partition. Oh, then I I just push people through <laughs> the partition. Yeah, you uh, you step into this bar. It's a very unassuming bar. Everything is kind of like even the paintings on the walls are kind of like tilted. Not a lot of care went into the interior decorating. It's basically a bare floor with a bunch of long tables. And behind the bar, you could see a a dwarven man, he's almost ancient by looking at him. Uh, long white beard and long hair that looks like it hasn't been cut in probably a hundred years. He goes to push the hair out of his face, but as he does, you can see he's blind. His, his eyes are totally white. But he looks up and he says, That's Rave, isn't it? Hey, Draven. Rave, I knew I could hear your feet. That makes one of us. I don't get it. Alright. <laughs> what brings you to the ash hole? <laughs> and then as you uh as you go to answer, you look around and there is a what appears to be a drinking contest going on on the main stage at the moment. Uh, it's a long table that's just kind of elevated in the middle of the bar, and there is a large group of dwarves, probably about eight of them, uh, that are currently chugging down ale and then cheering after they've they've downed their drink and cheering for another round. We're here for Grebum. Oh, that old bastard. Yes. I think he's up on the stage from what I can tell. I can hear his beard hitting the ale as he drinks. Sloppy drinker. Wonderful. I look over at the stage. Is there any sloppy drinker? It's a stage full of dwarves. We're currently probably way too many deep. Nobody stands out that you can tell as a sloppy drinker. All right. I uh, go closer to the <clears throat> stage, wait for who I think it might be to stop drinking. Just might take a minute. They're all drinking at the same time, so you could probably get in as they're in between rounds. And just like as soon as as soon as their mugs go down, grab it. Uh, yeah, they slam their mugs down on the table, and as you yell, grab it. They all kind of turn in your direction, um, and one of them says, "Yeah, who's asking?" Me. Rave. Who the fuck are you? Why should we care? Fuck you. I just told you who I am. That's why the fuck you should care. You're interrupting the game. Well, and they go back to drinking. Um, fellas, fellas. How do you play this game? The main dwarf in this group kind of looks you up and down. You buy an ale. You drink it as fast as you can. Last man standing wins. You just keep going <laughs> over and over and over again? Till you pass out. What is this constitution? Think, Probably, yeah. I think me and Wiz are in. Says, I don't know. You don't look like much of a drinker, boy. I don't think you've ever seen anything like me before. So <laughs> you'll have a, your eyes judge. He gives a hearty, like, belly laugh. He says, true words have never been spoken. Around for everyone. And he points to Rave and uh, Wiz. Is anybody else joining in? Uh, Lessa, uh, you in? Oh, I'm, I'm in. 
<laughs> she sat Hell down yeah. before you did. <laughs> She's been drinking ale since she was a baby. Her beard is also slopping around. I'm gonna go ahead and just walk up to the bar and just be like, "I will pay for the the young the young dwarf lady's tab." Oh no, the the loser pays for the tab the tabs. Oh, Lessa, don't lose, please. <laughs> Isaac, you in? I'm good. Kako, you in? No. Bitches. All right, Wiz, me, you, Lessa. <laughs> Not a bitch. Let's go. I'm gonna win. All right. So the drinks have been poured and brought up to the table, and you can see the other dwarves all simultaneously grab their their drinks as they're ready to pound them down, and then all at once they lift them up and begin to chug their drinks. Um, I need everyone to make constitution saving throws. Rave got a nine. Okay. Twelve. Twelve? Uh, yeah, so you see the the dwarves in the bar take their big swigs of drink and you see about two of them start to, to rock back and forth a little bit. Rave, you go to chug this drink and you get about halfway through before you kind of choke on it and have to force the rest down. Um, and by the end of that drink, you're feeling uh, a little tipsy. How's Wiz? Uh, Wiz, you uh, take a drink from this ale. It's nothing like you've had on the Fae and nothing like you've had here on this plane since you've been here. It's a very strong dwarven ale, but you're able to power through that drink and you feel just fine at the end of it. How'd our girl Lessa do? Uh, Lessa, she, she holds the, 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 the drink in, in two hands um, and she lifts it up and she takes like a, a sip of it just to get a taste. And then she downs it almost immediately. And hey. she slams the mug down on the table and she's looking fine. That's our girl. I like how we're doing this before we have to go fight a boulder. <laughs> I, Kako leans over to Isaac and is just like, uh, Ether cat beasts are very uh, sensitive to the scent of alcohol for days after you consume it. <laughs> are you All just right. going to pepper me with ale facts related to beasts? No, I just wanted to warn you in case you run into <laughs> any. They're going to go mad when they see the rest of them. Are oh, they native are to we... this area? I have no idea. Uh, round two. Far into the monster manual article. <laughs> 20. And Wiz? Uh, 14. All right. Uh, you both take sips from your, or take chugs from your drink, and you're able to put it down no problem. Lessa, however, you can see her struggle a little bit with this one, and she kind of like gives a hiccup and spits some of the the, the ale out. Um, and she's looking a little tipsy now. Uh, and the dwarves. This is a good oh idea. my god. Uh, you see three of these dwarves pass out. Just from their <laughs> drinks. You can tell they've been drinking a lot longer than you have, um, but you're down to, to about five dwarves now. Hell yeah. Uh, Kako's going to quickly just kind of go around to the passed out dwarves and just kind of like slap them on the cheeks where they're like, and she's like are, are you uh, grabbing? Are you grabbing? Uh, the drunk dwarf kind of like raises his hand and points to the, the guy at the head of the table, the one who challenged Wiz and Rave to this drinking contest. <sighs> okay. We Thank can't you. lose. <laughs> All right, round three. Nine. Eighteen. Uh, Rave, you put that drink away, no problem, slamming it down on the table. You're still feeling tipsy, but you are powering through these drinks. Is this the first fail you've had, Wiz? Yes. Okay, um, so you are feeling a little tipsy uh, from this drink uh, as you struggle to put it down. Lessa feels a renewed vigor, um, having failed the last drink, and puts it away no problem. Uh, the dwarves, you see um, 
Two more of them pass out, but the man uh, at the head of the table who challenged you is still looking pretty fine. You can tell he's kind of buzzed. He's been doing this a little longer than you have. And round four. Everybody in this bitch getting tipsy. Everybody in this bitch getting tipsy. Oh, 18. 10. <laughs> Rave, you, uh, you have had about three drinks since you felt the effects of them. Now that you've uh, failed this save, you are feeling pretty buzzed. And the, the whole room kind of starts to blur as you, as you begin to partake in this contest. Two more of the dwarves pass out, leaving just the man at the head of the table at this point. He is looking drunk. You could tell he's kind of swaying back and forth. Uh, but Lessa puts the drink away just fine. And so does Wiz. All right. Round five. What'd you get, Rafe? 21. 15? 15? Yeah. And Wiz, as you as you take you take a chug of this drink, uh, it's getting harder and harder to put these away. You are feeling buzzed at this point. Uh, Rave, just barely you managed to put this drink down. You're still buzzed, but this drink doesn't bring you any further down. Lessa takes a, a, a sip of this drink. You can tell she's kind of doubting herself, but she drinks it and chugs it away no problem. Grebin however, is looking very drunk at this point. He's swaying back and forth. He's slurring his words as he does. And we're going to round six. I wonder if we could have just played the king card, you know? It's like, hey, we have a mission from the king. We need this person. He wouldn't know. Unlikely. He's too drunk. He doesn't seem like 16, he would uh, 23. Uh, okay. All of us have failed this this check. What? You, I failed? <laughs> yes. You 23? 23. The threshold's probably like 26 now. <laughs> With each round, it's getting harder and harder. Yeah, so all three of you are drunk. Um, and then you see Grebin take a drink from his uh, from his ale. And as he gets halfway through it, he just falls onto the table, passed out. Rave cackles. Uh, I need so you fucking funny. Both <laughs> to roll uh, 1d8 and subtract your constitution modifier. So just to clarify... Who's the loser and who has to pay this tab? Uh, Everybody who's not the last one. I mean, oh. you guys, it sounds like you guys need to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys going to keep drinking or you guys have succeeded in your goal? Uh, I look at Lessa and Wiz. <laughs> What's up, man? Gonna fucking win? I'm gonna win. <laughs> I'm I, gonna win. No, you don't understand. I'm gonna win. I'm... I'm the stronger one. I can handle this. I'm a dwarf after all, dwarven ale. That's I've got racist, this. Lessa. It's not racist. It's who I am. It's part of me. I'm a barbarian. Oh, well, that's I'm so strong. You're always bragging about being a barbarian. I could be a barbarian if I wanted to. Listen, Do you want to be a barbarian? I'll, I'll train you to be a barbarian. I don't ask too many teachers. <laughs> Get rid of two of them. Be be mine. I don't, I don't I think I can you. do that you, to Kako and Avis. They're so nice. Listen, don't worry about Kako. What? I slammed down another drink in front of everybody. I'm like, let's <laughs> do it. I'm still trying to find a D8. <laughs> oh, no. Don't roll a D8 then. Before oh. continuing to go, you don't need to roll a D8. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're still going. <laughs> My bones are hollow. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel nothing. Please get some nat one. That one. Ooh. Oh. 20 for rave. Okay. Uh, all of us fail yet again. Yeah. And uh, you guys, 
no longer have memory of, of what you guys are, are doing. Isaac and Kako, as you watch these three sit at the table, continuing to have this drinking contest uh, with no end in sight, they are talking to each other, but it's just a series of slurred words and grunts and stuff. It's, it doesn't make any sense. Should I'm, we stop them? I'm kind of like slumped over the table. I kind of pour the cup into my mouth on the table. <laughs> Draven brings up another round of drinks. Hell yes! Should what we, are you doing? Should Taco? we stop them? I got a twenty-one. Did I win yet? Boys got a twenty-four. All of us fail. <laughs> yeah, saw that one coming. Uh, I just want to be like the DC for this roll is like thirty-four at this point. Oh, so <laughs> we should just—we don't even roll. We should just say. Another one like that. <laughs> you guys take your, your final drink before the three of you all pass out on this table in a puddle of ale. Um, and Draven looks to you two and says, I don't know who the winner is. Seems like everyone lost here. How much was the tab? Uh, well, don't worry about it. They'll pay. Okay. He points to the other dwarves. They were out first. It's a three-way tie between the three of them. Okay, good, 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 good. Uh, do you have rooms here? It ain't that kind of establishment, son. Do you know where we could get rooms nearby? Nothing fancy. You could probably check one of the hostiles in the hostels in the upper levels of the rim. Mm. Rave starts snoring very loudly. <laughs> uh, I need everyone who passed out to roll a d12. Thank you. Ooh, 12. Twelve minus constitution. What did you get, Rafe? A one. A one minus yeah. constitution. I rolled a two minus one. Okay. Uh, yeah. In that case, you are going to be passed out for an hour. All right. Oh no. Whatever, <laughs> Wiz. 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 You're uh, gonna get a full night's sleep, you're dude. Be passed out for nine hours. <laughs> oh, I thought I was going to lose. Uh, <laughs> Oh, never uh, mind. Lessa is going to be passed out for five hours. Um, you guys should just carry on the mission. <laughs> okay, Drag so his drunk here's what we do. Are there two, like, semi-sober people around? No, not in this bar. <laughs> uh, I, just, I don't want to carry them all. I'm going to go step outside of the bar and just, like, into the street. Do I see just, like, two people walking around? Not really. The streets are empty. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You can tell just by what, how you've been in this area. People don't go outside here. They, they stay indoors. They don't like to be outside. I just want someone to carry the other, like, the dwarf that we need. <laughs> you got two arms, man. It's only three blocks. Sir, do you have a wagon? <laughs> you guys are going to crash at the blacksmith? I've got a wagon I use for bringing ale in. Can I rent this from you? And it's my only wagon. I'll bring it back. I'm gonna need some kind of collateral. Collateral. So. I mean, I'm going to bring it back. I'll, I'll, I'll give him my um, give him my hand axe. Just like I'll give you this. This is my prized weapon. Oh, it's my second most prized weapon. He looks, he looks at the hand axe, and then he looks at your back, and he says. I want the one on your back. I know you'll come back for that one. This ain't nothing but a shitty axe. <laughs> Fine. I, 
I give him the javelin in return for the wagon. Well, hold on. Let me see the wagon. Can I fit three people in this wagon? Yeah, he, he leads you to, like, uh, a side alley that he's got the wagon, like, with the tarp over. Yeah, it's used for carrying casts of ale. It can easily fit everybody oh. on it. Okay. I, I'm going to lend him my javelin. Yeah, he takes it and he stores it under the bar. Okay. And we're going to borrow your wagon and take our friends and this other person. We're going to take Grabbin. Yes. He owes someone some money, and so we're bringing them to them. Some blacksmiths. I don't know the details. Okay. Uh, I never saw you, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not anything illegal. We're just transporting him while he's unconscious. If Elton finds out, she's going to be pissed. Well, that's that's who we're... Okay, that's fine. She? Okay, that's yeah, fine. I thought that's who we were doing it for. Yeah, that's, that's who we're doing it for. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tell her I said hello. Okay. Wait, we... is this a good idea now? I have a theory. A game theory? Wait, that was Elton. And this is like her dad or something. Maybe. But I'm unconscious, I was, so... I was just... operating under the assumption that this guy was Elton, and he just had an alias or something. I don't know. Anyway, okay, we load everybody into the wagon, um, yeah. and then pull it. You throw everyone <laughs> the into this wagon. It takes you about ten minutes to get everyone loaded up. Yeah. I probably okay. start, like, sleep snuggling with somebody, just, like, grab onto the nearest person and, like... <laughs> sure okay and we pull them back to the blacksmith uh yeah you um pull them to the (laughs) (laughs) i mean would you would you prefer to find another thing i'm just visualizing (laughs) it looks like a fucking body cart it's like it's like i sent you off to go get one guy (laughs) bring out your dad Uh, so the bring your corpse out to us like no not that wagon <laughs> <laughs> you uh, pull this wagon back to the arcane anvil and as you roll up uh, with this creaky wheeled cart it's a it's not a nice cart um, you catch the uh, attention of the woman who's running the shop she looks out and she says oh well I don't know what I expected but uh, I gotta say I'm less than impressed that is fine. No, no, not with you. This is about about what I expected from, from Grebin. Spending all day in that bar drinking. Yes. A lot of goodies to me now. Yes. Um, so do you have a sofa we can throw our compatriots on while I return this wagon? I'll do you one better. And she goes to uh, like a cabinet in the back. She pulls out a couple of just minor healing potions, throws them to you, and she says, that should get them healed up enough that they can move. I guess we just administer. Yeah, we'll, we'll drip feed them. Okay. <laughs> Tilt their heads back. Uh, so as you guys are, are healed uh, from this potion, you're still drunk at this point, but you are you're now just buzzed, which means you take disadvantage on all dexterity-based checks and saving throws, but you gain advantage on all strength-based checks and saving throws. Um, and I need to roll a d6 to figure out how long that is going to be for. <laughs> I, the only fucking time I max rolls on my dice is right now. Well, it's six minus constitution. Uh-huh. Well, okay, then three hours. Okay. So, yeah, you are buzzed for three hours. Okay. One hour. Okay. Roll, <laughs> you got a one. Yeah, so, yeah, one hour. Um, um, Lessa is also one hour. Yeah, you guys all come back, to You're still drunk, like I said. So. Did I win? Yes. All three of you won. It was a tie. Yeah. No, that's bullshit. Uh, Go again. Yeah. Who's got beer? Nobody no, has beer. No. I'm Lessa. pretty sure if it was like a real fight, if I was putting in real effort, I would have won. Oh, that was not all your effort? No, I only did it for the group. How about I let this? You guys win. Uh, after 
we all kill a beholder, you can have a rematch on me. Yay, let's stop talking about this. My javelin is some stranger's hands. Uh, Why did you give your javelin to a stranger? Because we had to get a cart to carry you all. Please stand in an empty space. Or, or sit. Don't I don't know that or you can or stand. And don't break anything. Isaac, I trust you to watch them. I'm going to go get this cart back to the man who has my javelin. Yeah. I'm going to sit on the floor and try to meditate, but I keep giggling. Yeah, you sit <laughs> on the ground and giggle to yourself as you meditate. And as uh, as Grebin comes to, you see the woman behind the, the stall say, what a sorry excuse for a die you are coming up here and just drinking all day while your dear daughter works in the shop, working over the forge all day, doing your work for you. He also owes the bar money now, by the way. It's fine. I'll settle up with Draven at another time. He'll, he, he knows us. Grebin, and I point at him, you gotta go to the blacksmith. You owe the money. Uh, he smacks your hand away as he sits on the grass. <laughs> Ow. I don't know. I don't know the blacksmith money. I am the blacksmith. And he no. pulls himself off the ground. We came to find you because. And that's that's as far as <laughs> rave gets. Wiz kind of like looks for a second. He's like, wait, you're a dad? Congratulations. <laughs> when, did, when did that happen? You uh, had a baby? Oh. It happened about 29 years ago when I found her in a ditch, and she's been a thorn in my side ever since. Oh. Is, wait, is uh, this precious. woman wow. a dwarf as well? She's a human. Oh. Yeah. Oh, uh. no, it's not a joke. You did find her in a ditch. Why would I joke about something so sad? Um. <laughs> Why would you say that about your daughter? She can take it. She's my daughter, after all. Is she kind words. <laughs> oh, she looks fine. My mom She's says a- she found my brother in the pumpkin patch, but we don't even have a pumpkin patch. <clears throat> the the woman looks at the old dwarf and says, Get your drunk ass inside and get to work in the forge. We got orders to catch up on. And uh, he stumbles his way inside and begins working the uh, the forge, hammering out what appears to be a sword. And the woman come, walks up to you and says, I gotta say... You guys pulled through a lot better than those stubborn assholes that were here last week. Did I get my javelin back? Yeah, you return to the bar and get your javelin back. You start heading back. I got it. <laughs> you see Kako in a distance holding his javelin over his head. <laughs> I give you a thumbs up from a distance. Hey, nice. And Liz is kind of like cheering you on as you're running down the street. Woo! The last four of them that he sent just came here and started... Puffing their chests and talking about how strong they are. Demanded I showed them the way. Was one of them like a really big buffer? Just like beef and crook. And yeah. then the other one was like, eh, I'm so good at everything. Yeah, one of them was built like a brick shithouse. <laughs> <laughs> the other one was a bit of a lanky fellow, but he had a confidence to him. I believe the locals refer to them as Twink and Twonk. <gasps> That's not allowed. <laughs> That's not allowed. <laughs> We can't say twonk. What? No, you can't say the other one. Why? Oh, twink. Oh, I didn't realize that was a bad one. For uh, for all the talk they they give about northern hospitality, those northerners weren't much hospitable. Oh, it's not my friends. It's your friends. And I look at I look at Isaac. These I'm are just shaking my head. Violently. Friends with meanies. And Wiz looks really sad. Kaka, you've made it back at this point. I'm back. You're friends with Kako. Kako's a meanie. Kako's not mean. You are kind of mean sometimes. 
You guys are totally going to die. <laughs> Probably. Not when there's a beholder on the loose. I'm going to live until I kill it. Maybe you'll make it. What if? Short distance, assuming the caves don't fall in on you. Aye. But uh, I don't think those other three are gonna, considering they could barely make a bar errand without getting drunk off their ass. I pull myself up off the floor. You don't know me. I know to you be, well enough. Yeah. To be fair, I you don't think... You've never seen anything like me. <laughs> I toughen myself up, but I look really, like, skinny. <laughs> I don't anticipate the Beholder will challenge them to a bar contest, as apparently your associate did. Yeah, Dad has a way of doing things kind of a particular way. But uh, you could have just fucking conked him over mm. the head and dragged him here. Isn't that kidnapping? But he challenged I think it's Dadnapping in this case. No, you're right. Are you sense. a dad too? Because that was a pretty bad joke. <laughs> she gives like a, a hearty belly laugh, almost as if she's learned to laugh from her father. Uh, she <laughs> says, I, what can I say? I get some of me bad habits from my dad. So you're Elton, right? Like, you're done lying to us? Oh, was the facade that easy to see through? A little bit. Didn't even question me when I said I wasn't Elton. How many other blacksmiths are there in this town? The city is huge. There's a lot of blacksmiths. So, Elton, what uh, advice or equipment may you give us to prepare us for our expeditions? Oh, it's a good thing you asked. Those other guys just stormed up to the mountain i had to sell them their wares on the way up they refused to hear me out yes they are uh, the foolish and the mean i can tell that yes. the four of them were right fools four of them four of them yes what were the other two well there was the the, the brick shit house yes there was the lanky one yes they had an old man in a set of rusted armor quiet didn't say much do they give you a name of any kind didn't really ask, and he didn't talk much. Okay, what was the fourth? Fourth one was weird. Was a big hulking fellow with a cloth sack over his head. Had him in a pair of handcuffs. Didn't really say anything either. Almost as if he were gagged. Why didn't you call the police? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't seem like a consensual <laughs> attendance. Like he was on the official paperwork. Maybe you know he's what? Into it. You didn't quite. You didn't question that at all. Not even a little bit. Not my job to question things. Singri asked me to do something. He's the king after all. I do it. So anyway, what advice would you give us? Well, first of all, you're not going to get very far wearing what you're wearing. You're going to bur- die of heat exhaustion in that in that volcano. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Do you mean that the armor that we just bought we have to take <laughs> off? <laughs> Uh, she sees you question her and she says, no, I don't mean that you're going to have to lose your armor. I imagine you'll want that for all the monsters that live down there. Yes. Now what you're going to need is a pair of sil- is a set of silver weave. It's a special set of armor made uh, mostly for miners to fight heat exhaustion in the mines. Okay, how much would that cost? 200 gold pieces a piece. <laughs> Who didn't spend all their money? How much money do you have? 65. 65? Uh, Wiz, uh, how much money do do you have? I have like 10 gold. It's like the DM planned for this. (laughs) (laughs) I have so much money. (laughs) Um, I need a loan. Can I, mayhaps, uh, trade to you? Because I have 370 gold. Can I also give you a set of leather armor and 
a fancy ring that I have. She looks at the armor. She says, this armor isn't much to look at. I'll give you about five gold pieces. Mm. Give you about a hundred for the ring. Okay. So I'll keep the armor if it's not worth much to you. Cool. So I will purchase um, two of these silver weave things for myself and my apprentice, Lessa. Awesome. And she, she goes to a rack where she's got like armor hanging and she pulls two sets of light chainmail. It doesn't replace your current armor. It's not made for that. It's super lightweight. It doesn't offer any protection from any physical attacks, um, but it's magically enchanted to protect you from heat. I just hand her, is this enough? She looks through the gold. She's like, it looks like you got about 600 pieces there. I can take that and give you the rest back. Thank you. I'm trusting you. Yeah, she counts it out, only takes her the money that she needs and hands you three sets of silver weave. I move like I'm gonna present them nicely to Isaac and Wiz, but like stumble around and just kind of launch them at them. Uh, Shit. Uh, yeah. Thanks. I guess. Put it on, baby. I put it on backwards. Doesn't matter. It'll protect you either way. That's how you want to wear it. If that's how you're comfortable, it's not how I designed it, but... (laughs) Is it like a long sleeve chainmail shirt or something? <clears throat> yeah, it's like a long sleeve chainmail shirt with a with a chainmail okay. hood. Oh yeah, so it's, a, it's like a chainmail yeah. parka. <laughs> kind of, yeah. oh, so Wiz has the hood over his face, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm just yeah. I'm not even gonna try to put it on. Uh, Rave's just gonna like tie it around her waist <laughs> <laughs> for now. Just tie it by the sleeves. Yeah, I just keep up. She's important. got she's got the whole grunge aesthetic going on. <laughs> I'd also pick up a couple vials of enchanted water if I were you. Regular water's just gonna burn up, and you'll be in there for a long time if you hope to make it to the center of the city. And how much would that cost? Fifteen gold pieces a vial. I can I can get those. How many vials of water do we need to drink a day? Like, what's how many ounces? What's I'd our say conversion? One is one is, vial per day. Yeah. Elton, do you know how long it takes to get there? To get to the center of the city, it's going to depend on what kind of trials you run into and how long you take. Probably about four or five days worth. Okay. Uh, Isaac, you get to. You are so underprepared. You get to, I'll get to. So, but we should probably add on at least one extra day because, you know, we get distracted easily. I can't drop the prices of the the water, but what I can do is if you hand me that that chainmail back, I've got a slightly used set that could knock a couple hundred gold off. This one's just got... is slightly used. You gotta shake the char of the last victim out. Fuck it. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, you take off your uh, silver weave. <laughs> it's backwards, so I still have the hood on backwards, and I'll just... Yeah, and I kind of, like, throw it off. Yeah, you slide it back over, and she slides you a blackened pair of silver weave and as you pick it up you'd like shake out like charred ash all right that's 300 (laughs) give water yeah she slides you a case of five days worth of enchanted water i'll put all the water in the bag of holding i got everything else in here so Mm kind of hold it open so everybody can yeah drop the 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 water into this bag of holding disappears inside uh, I have a question. Uh, madam, are you familiar with me? I don't know you from a hole in the ground. <laughs> uh, I I am Kako Ikeo, a famed monster hunter across the world. Oh, and, and I am uh, Elton Swifthammer, famed blacksmith in all of Ashvale. 
Uh, the point is, I would like to negotiate some sort of a loan for your javelin. A loan? Yes. What are you proposing? I am most likely going to come out of this thing alive. I or my apprentice is going to come out of this alive. So let me get this straight. You want me to loan you money out of the goodness of my heart. Hope that you make it out of there alive. Hope that your apprentice will leave you there to die. Yes. Then you'll come back and just pay me what the javelin costs anyway. Yes. <laughs> or extra, if you would like. I'm going to charge a 30% bonus on top of what it would cost if that's the route you want to go down. A 30% upcharge? Yes. Listen, man, if this is something you really want, I got you. Okay, yes. She drafts up some paperwork, um, and it specifically says the 30% upcharge, and then says, in the case of untimely death, if the item is not returned, whatever inheritance you have left would go to her. Okay. She slides you the paper and has you sign it. I sign it, and then I look at Lessa, and it's like, Lessa? I don't want to leave you to die. That's that's fine, but you have to. Yeah. And not, e- not even just for this. In any in any situation. I feel like where... Lessa should have to sign this document, too, because she's a liable party. If you're sure this is a good idea. Yes. Um, and in fact, I would just like that to be a standing instruction. If it, more than half of us dies, I would appreciate it if you would preserve your own safety. But I want everyone to be safe. Yes. So fight hard. And run faster if you can't. Okay. I'll do it. Now we can be like lightning bolt buddies. Think about it. Hey. They'll call us bolt buddies. <laughs> That's our team name. <laughs> Elton uh, takes a little bit of time to prepare herself for the journey. And by the time she's done, both Lessa and uh, <laughs> Rave, you are feeling much better. You're no longer buzzed. Um, you're able to hold yourself up and move around normally. Hold on, we, we, we still haven't talked about like what actually is waiting for us in this place. A beholder. I, I get that, <laughs> but she's been all ominous about this, and I don't mean just about the volcano. It's, it's an abandoned city under the ground that was abandoned by humanoid life long ago. It's been taken over by whatever dwells down there. I'm not sure some... Your, previous companions the four assholes who were here before said that uh they were hunting a beholder couldn't stop talking about it but i have no idea what's actually down there i just know the way i'm not taking you further than the entrance once you get there you're on your own it's been a lot of tremors lately i dare not go into the tunnels myself i've never wished another person harm but i really hope that something happened to those two yes yes agreed i mean they're just kind of dicks uh, so do we do we want to wait until Wiz is drunk or not drunk anymore, or can we just like slap him really hard or something? It's gonna be about a two hour walk up the mountain. We should be fine. Yeah, should, should be fine, fine by the Let's time we go. get there. We're yeah. Ready. So you guys head up to the um, gate. Yeah. Before we leave, how's my sword looking? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, she, she hasn't been working on she it. Jumps, <laughs> she, she runs back into the shop. She says, "She says, oh dear, I almost forgot." Uh, your sword, she goes and pulls it from the rack and brings it back, and it's looking totally renewed. Uh, it had all of its its nicks and cracks filled in. You haven't seen it this shiny in, like, all your life. I was able to get some of the 
the metal filled in with some magic uh, silver. So whatever magic's on there should be able to flow through it pretty powerfully. It's it's looking like whatever spell has been reinforced by the fact that it's it's more in one piece than it was before. She hands it to you. It's it's now plus one, and it has some kind of protection spell, but she doesn't know what it is. Interesting. Okay. Um, and as you guys make your way up this mountain, uh, it gets much hotter the higher you get to the peak, and the ash gets much much thicker, to the point where Elton pulls her scarf over her face and pulls her goggles down over her eyes to keep the ash out of her face. Um, and Elton has, like, a, a staff, and she's, like, drawing a line in the ash as she walks so that she has some way to be able to find her way back. Mm. Uh, before we lose all ability to communicate, uh, I'm just going to kind of lean over to Raven. and just be like, um, with the recent deaths I have accrued, it has reminded me that I'm probably going to die here, or one of us is. So just in case, I'm sorry that I called you illiterate. From an author. That means so much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was unwarranted. I appreciate that you're only saying this because you think you're going to go to hell when you die. Oh, I'm not going to hell. I've done so much good in my life. All right, name one. Like, come on. (laughs) I've killed so many monsters with terrorizing the villages and eating the babies. Anyway, I accept your apology. Thank you. I don't mean to break up the love session, but you guys want to keep your eyes on the path? You get lost out here, I'm not going to track you down. Okay. She leads this way, and you can follow the line that she's drawing, and eventually the ground kind of opens up and you're standing at the the entrance of a large crevasse that leads deep into the ground. Um, She walks down this this crevasse, leading you down deeper and deeper until eventually you're standing in front of the mouth of a giant cave. And the wind ripping through this cave gives an ominous, almost growling sound to this cave as the ground beneath your feet kind of trembles. As she steps into this cave... You can see signs written in various languages that all say things like keep out, turn back, danger ahead, no entry. Um, And she continues to push forward. I mean, yeah, there's signs, not cops. What are they going to do? I'd like it noted that I have underground as a preferred terrain. Yep. I have outside as a preferred terrain. Um, I have the air as a preferred terrain. <laughs> I have proficiency in land vehicles. Look, rangers relevant. don't get a lot, okay? <laughs> no, I know. Uh, hey, does this does this still count as the city of Ashvale? No. Shit, even my one thing that I had going for me is gone now. <laughs> and as she pushes forward, she turns back, uh, lifting her goggles off of her face, and she says, Anybody got a light? Uh, yes, I have. I have my torches. ever-burning torch. Okay. <laughs> Wiz pulled out the ever-burning torch, and almost as soon as it's exposed to air, it lights up. I, um, I put my torches back <laughs> in my bag. We'll use them another time, probably. And she says, uh, it, it's pretty much straight ahead. Why don't you lead the way, and I'll, I'll warn you of any pitfalls you might walk into. Sure thing, boss. And yeah. I start floating forward. I think Wiz leading the way would be the best in this situation, just in case we do find any, like, just random holes in the ground. Oh, wait, hold on. If you're taking the front, do you have dark vision? She has a torch. You have a torch. Yeah, so you guys have torches going. I don't have dark vision. Um, And the the deeper you get into this cave, the deeper that growling gets. As you reach the end of this path, you find a big hole in the ground and a rickety-looking elevator. Uh, It's pretty much just a platform held up by some rope. She says, all right, step on. 
Are we sure this is safe? I've taken this path uh, hundreds of times. If it was going to give out, I mean, it could give out. It's not very, uh... <laughs> That's a very convincing argument. I step if it was going to give out. Well, oh, it could give out. That's fine. Yeah, that'll happen. Like, on the bright side, if it does give out, you'll only, only be scared for about 30 seconds before you hit the ground. <laughs> That's true. Or wait, is she coming with us past this point? I'll lead you to the entrance of the city. Oh, uh, that's right. You step onto this elevator, and this wood is almost almost ancient, almost as if it's been here for hundreds of years. And as you step on, it creaks beneath your feet and kind of flexes. The rope pulls hard, but it, it holds. <laughs> uh, I don't feel good about this. I also get on the elevator. Yeah, it, it kind of shakes and buckles under your weight, but it, it holds. Telepathically, I say to Isaac, it'll be fine. Just get on the elevator. I very carefully place one foot on the elevator. Yeah, Lessa follows you onto the elevator as well. So you guys step on at the same time, and it's a similar story. Flexes and, and buckles, but once the weight has settled, it holds. I'm, like, crouching partially, so... like A brace for impact. <laughs> are, you All get, right. are you getting on with? Oh, yeah, I'm already on. Yeah, you step on, um, and then you're last joined by Elton, who steps on this platform. She pulls a lever on the opposite wall, and it begins its slow descend into darkness. There's not much to see as you go down, just rock walls that have been carved away hundreds of years ago. And as you get deeper, that growling gets quieter. You can't hear the wind reverberating off the tunnel walls anymore as you get deeper and deeper down. About 300 feet down, you can see what appears to be orange light. Every now and then, you see something skittering along the walls, some kind of cave-dwelling creature, but Elton doesn't seem to pay any attention to any of it. She seems kind of confident with how many times she's taken this path. Eventually, you reach the bottom of this shaft, 